Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents Sports Talk Saturday. Did I set a record for how badly a take of mine is already reversed? It happened pretty quick. It's already done. On WGR. I don't know what's happening. Sports Radio 550. Sports Talk Saturday back in its proper place. It's full time slot. As last week, we only had an hour of this idiocy highlighted by the trombone champ open that my co-host today is clearly not ready for it. No, I'm not. That took me by surprise. That was awesome, though. Welcome to the flaming wagon known as Sports Talk Saturday. Joe Callie. Good to be here. Good to be here. Excited. You've, you've been on with Zach the last couple of days for the Extra Point Show. Yes. Uh, this is far less professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I, I, I think it'll it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, because my day started with oh yeah the biggest faux pas that I could have. So this happens to plenty of people. My car battery died. I needed to get um, a different vehicle to be able to get over here, and I did so. And I walked in with maybe about five minutes to show, and so I'm already rushing. Mm-hmm. But I see in the break room there's some uh, <laughs> there's some donuts there. Okay, sweet. Yo, all right. And I completely forgot about the very segment that we did here about not trusting the five bags of unmarked tortilla chips. Yeah. What did my (laughs) stupid butt do? I grabbed one. I grabbed one and did not realize that, oh, this thing could go through a window based on how solid it is. No, I grabbed it. I did not know. I'm in a hurry. I didn't really feel the... You didn't firmly grasp it. I I did not firmly grasp it. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I go to take a bite of it, and Joe here hears the crunch of a donut. <laughs> it's not like it's a freshly it's, baked, I don't have crispy spri- crunch. There, this is not. There's no sprinkles on it. Nothing. There's nothing that should make a crunching sound. It was just stale bread. Stale. I I ate a. I bit. I did not eat. I bit into a stale donut. Yeah, it's the stale as the smell in your grandmother's closet. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the Stuart Scott. Yeah, isms out here, yeah, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I like it, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I forgot the very theme of this place. Mm-hmm. N- no, always ask. Yeah, where these are from and how long have they been here? Immediately forgot about the unmarked tortilla segment that we did last year. I'm trying to hold my la- laughter and I'm losing it right <laughs> no, now. It's, it's so funny. That's exactly the theme of this show. Is <laughs> We don't uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, and this was perfectly the way to start things off: is biting into a stale donut. It's kind of like how watching the Sabers feel. No, one hundred percent. And that is the best transition you're going to get, <laughs> because I went to that game last week, and it was about as satisfying as biting into a stale donut. Yeah, I, I was recently. You think it's going to be fine? Yeah. You think okay, maybe they'll show up and play. And no, you get stale donut. The people on Tuesday, they got a real donut. They Yeah, they got a real donut. Out of their opponent. 7 mm-hmm. nothing against the Kings. And it's like, okay, cool. And I, I did not have a doubt in my mind that they were not going to succeed or play well. Coming off of that? Coming oh, yeah. off of that. No, no way. I, I thought they were tanking they are for not, sure. They are not a consistent group at all. The and longest win streak has been like two games. Like, that's yeah. it. They don't go further than that. They don't so. go further. And mm-hmm. it's just... Another measure of the lack of consistency with this team this year that is figuratively killing everyone all over again. Mm-hmm. Because the most evil thing that happened was last year, 
they managed to look not just competent, but exciting and fun and youthful and chaotic. They gave us hope. Not just hope, but actual entertainment value for your dollar. Mm -hmm. You can lose, and it loses in brilliant fashion like six to four. Right, but you were going down swinging. Yeah, it was a fantastic game you watched. Yeah, Every Sabres game turned into the metaphorical Rob Ray fight of they are throwing haymakers and we are not stopping until someone falls. Mm -hmm. That was every game I went to, I didn't want to leave. Every game I've been to this year, third period, I'm like, "Ah, guys, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Brandon and I I thought about it. We looked at each other like, yeah, and we're like, eh, it might make more sense to just wait out the traffic because everyone else is bailing. Yeah, I was at the Stars game a couple weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Very just stale, like you said. Two to one, they lost, it's, and it was it's very the lack boring. Of scoring that yeah. is really getting you, and it's the lack of scoring in particular at home. Their home splits yeah. are dreadful. Again, by the way, even last year when they played well, they were a far better road team than home team, and the only time that they were winning at home was when they were wearing the goat heads. Opposite and not the even Dallas those, Cowboys. Yeah, and not even those are helping them this year. No. Feeling evil in black and red is not doing anything for you this year. No, it's not. And it's just – and this is why people aren't showing up is because not only are you not playing well nor consistently anymore, you're not winning at home. How are you going to sell the home fans tickets to go to your games if you can't win in front of them? And it's this weird faux pas of theirs that – trust me – This franchise is already weird. If not for the New York Jets, they'd have the longest playoff drought of all the four major sports. Pretty on point. But this is also in a league where half the teams make it and you can even accidentally make it. And even that, the year that they were accidentally good, last year, they still fell short by one point. Right. They didn't drop eight games in a row in November. You wouldn't have fallen short by one point. Honestly, one point, it's any Right. And you fix the result of any one regulation loss, and you're in. Yeah. So it just – and you get smoked by Boston probably, but, you know. But uh, you made a playoff berth. You made a playoff berth. You broke the streak. You broke the streak. And then you go – would that have been worse? No. If, if they were like this this year after doing that last season. No, I feel like we'd have the same reaction, which is what happened? Mm-hmm. What's going on? What went wrong? Somebody stop this. <laughs> I want to get off. Pull the emergency brake. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That's what this is. And – Again, it goes back to one thing for me, the inaction this offseason of Kevin Adams. Yep. And I understand wanting to develop a team, but you should have looked at what happened last season and go, okay, we can hit the fast forward button a little bit because a GM should be able to recognize when that opportunity is. Mm -hmm. You don't swing for it just to swing. That's how you get guys like Tim Murray. But you also know when to step up and actually try to take a swing. Right. You recognize when you need to do something. And right now, that is the issue I am seeing with Kevin Adams. And it's also the only issue I'm seeing with Kevin Adams is that he is tentative with his roster movement. Mm-hmm. He's not sure uh, about carrying three goalies or... He's not sure when he had to waive Jacob Bryson the first time around. And now, obviously, he has to play due to injuries. But you had other defensemen you could have called up if he got claimed. Yeah. So They're 6-0 always... with Bryson on the ice, by the way, this season. I This season <laughs> doesn't count. This season doesn't count, okay? From all the wacky injuries, from Jack Quinn starting the year hurt, and now basically ending the year hurt yeah. with a different injury. Mm-hmm. The, so the terrible luck that one of the Sabres' best players has had... Um, Speaking of other best players, uh, Tage Thompson has been had been in and out of the lineup with injury and now has as many points as Yaroslav Koski. He's essentially the boogeyman. You just don't see him out there. It's unfortunate because mm-hmm. these past two years, Tage Thompson has been one of the most electrifying players you could see on the ice. It was almost to a point where he didn't score a goal normally. It was highlight reel. Every time. Every 100 time mile less. an hour one-timer. Or, That's what it was. Or it was Dipsy Doodle through two guys and then like... <laughs> yeah. Dangle through a phone booth to tuck it into the net. Yeah, right in between the goalie's legs. Yeah, just insane. Or in between the post. Yeah. Like, he's running out of room. He's about to get to that red line, Mm -hmm. and he manages to tuck it in. Yeah. And so there's that. There is the decision from Don Granato to 
transfer over to a more defensively responsible system, and then realizing that it's not working. But now, even trying to go back, the team's still spinning its tires in mud mm-hmm. offensively, and it's not working. Finally, you're seeing a little bit more of the head-scratching decisions of what they're doing with the lineup. Yeah, Kyle Akposo being on the top line sometimes. Kyle Akposo yeah. being on mm-hmm. the top line a lot of times is one of them. Um, <laughs> mine is coming to Peyton Krebs. Yeah, that's a good one. And I'll talk a lot more about Peyton Krebs as that's a player that I had kind of been targeting a little bit with my with my thoughts for these past couple weeks. Because there's the Casey Middlestat talk of, are they extending him? If not, why is he still here? But that's an off-season trade. If they're not going to keep him long-term on the roster, that's an off-season move. Mm-hmm. That's not something we're going to get at the deadline. And he's got value now. He's played very. He's actually been he's, one of the more consistent players on the team. He's been one of the more consistent players on this team. But again, if the team does not see him as a core piece moving forward, they'll move on. Not only will you move on, you should move on while there's still RFA value. And he's got that all the way through next season as a restricted free agent, which means you still have team control over his next contract negotiation. That can get you a lot more power as to, or not a lot more power, it's a lot more value for another team looking to acquire him, Mm -hmm. is, hey, we've got control of what we are able to do here. So you still have the RFA value. Right. That's huge. So even if you trade for him, well, okay, he's not walking out the door right away. That's good. That's big. Now it comes to a point, though, of you need to figure out what you're doing. And last week I played a clip from Elliot Friedman about basically bleep or get off the pot. And that rings true once again of yeah, you need to figure out something. And all we can do right now is talk about the hypotheticals because the product on the ice is not worth discussing much at length anymore. Because you're not seeing anything. No, it's just remarkably simple. Yeah. Until they make a change with the coaching staff, and I'm not saying firing Don Granato, but I am saying something about the assistant coaches because the power play and that special teams unit overall has killed them. Mm -hmm. It's not even just egregious. Their season is dead in the water because of the power play. Yeah, It is unimaginative. It plays right into a defense's strengths. And the penalty kill, one of the best ways to get a penalty kill Flustered and failing is to get them moving when they have to chase, when they have to go across the ice, when they have to abandon their typical assignments to try to put pressure on or at least counter the movement that's going on. That's all that has to be done. Yeah, spread them out. Make them play cat and mouse. But the problem is is that the Sabres just go with these three points and just alternate back between them. There's barely any movement done by an opposing penalty kill. And yet, either the players or the coaching staff don't seem to recognize, oh, hey, you know how on the penalty kill, when we get scored on, it's because they've gotten us out of position and moving? We should do that. (laughs) And they don't. It just, it's one of these things where the Sabres are way too in-depth with the umbrella power play system of the three players up top, and they only utilize that. Right. Very rarely do we see a player from the center or the player behind the net utilizing any of their skill. Yeah. And if I may, just quickly here, I know you mentioned coaching changes, Don Granato, firing Don Granato. Uh, I know you didn't. You're not a proponent necessarily. I don't know. I don't know how your feelings on that, but... Paul Hamilton talked to him a couple days ago, and he was he was mentioning that Granado's extension doesn't take effect until after the season, right? So you would still have time before you're paying him to get rid, right? Is that something you see that organization doing after three years of this, or is that you know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's just no. That's it's a legitimate question because the other side of the coin is if you're going to do it, now's the time, right? But again. If they haven't done anything, I'm not expecting them to this year. Right. The other part of it is the perpetual firing and rehiring of staff 
is kind of how you get into this place. I'm not of the belief of holding on to a coach or a player too long for the sake of loyalty. But this isn't loyalty. This is also we need to find out if this is the anomaly or if last year was. Which is why I do believe that they will Adams and Granado will both be here. However, Granado has to do something. I'll say a la of the Sean McDermott variation. You need to get rid of someone for this. You need a scapegoat, essentially. Like need, something yeah. like that. Yeah. You, because, yes, it turns the scope on you, but it's already on you. Mm-hmm. Your like, seat's hot right now. Your seat is already on fire. The people, the people of the city watching this Throw team. Throw someone into yeah. the lava for you. Right. A sacrifice for And I know the first safety. coach to sacrifice, whoever's designing the power play. Mm-hmm. We're done here. Let someone else have a smack at it and see what happens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is precisely it. Because... This season, it really has boiled down to how putrid they are on the power play. Yeah. They are a skilled team. They still do well in a lot of advanced and typical metrics. Five on five. Yeah. They're still one of the better five on five teams there is in this league. Exactly. But when they take a penalty and they're on the penalty kill or the power play, they just can't get anything done. When the joke becomes, can we decline penalties in the NHL? (laughs) You know there's a problem. There's a problem because the power play only gives another team the momentum, which is still a very real thing. Um, like momentum is human nature. And when you don't score, when you have one more person than the other team has, it frustrates you. When you're frustrated, you're not going to think straight. And when you're not thinking straight, you're not playing good hockey. And when you're not playing good hockey, you keep losing games. And when you keep losing games, you're the Buffalo Sabres. Yep. That, that's a microcosm of everything. Fix the power play. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's a moot point. Because nobody's getting fired, and we're all still going to scream, fix the power play. Yeah, and mathematically, they still can make the playoffs. Do I think they will? Absolutely not. I kind of want to throw my bottle at you here. Do you? Yes, for saying that. Why? <laughs> because it's, it's true, though. Like, come on. They can mathematically do it. They held on to that 2% last year for I'll, a long time. Uh, you know what? I'll grab the donut again. Or a, sounds, news, a newspaper. Great. No, I'm just going to bite into a crunchy donut again. Because <laughs> that's what you're suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> this donut... Might be good. <laughs> there is jelly inside. The, the, if you hit the jelly, it's it's all right. But... Are you willing to struggle through the rest of this? <laughs> no. And this year, a lot of fans have said no. And I do not blame them. No, right. Yeah, absolutely. It is getting tough to watch them. And we, the psychopaths that we are, we have to. It's our job. That we don't get paid a lot for. <laughs> Yeah. But it's still our job. We do take pride in this. And to varying degrees, we all have to watch them. Yeah. And I struggled for a long time to watch the Sabres. I'm going to be honest with you. Growing up, they were terrible. I could not get into hockey. Truth's right. You're younger than me. And a lot of these people are. Even with the Bills, too, right? Like they were, My entire childhood was the drought. I didn't watch a good Bills team. The be- the most exciting thing was an EJ Manuel draft for the longest time. <laughs> like, and that was it. Yep. Tyrod Taylor brought him to the playoffs. I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. And from there on out. But the Sabres, that 10-game, 11-game win streak with Eichel, the first year they had Skinner, all that. Yep. Started looking like it was coming together, and then it just collapsed. So this is... I, I, and I, this is how knee-jerk this fan base is. Yeah. Um, they know how bad it has been that the first sign of promise, everyone flocks back. That arena was full for a long time last at the end year, of last season. Yeah, yeah. last year, mm-hmm. they were filling it up. Yeah. Even at the beginning of this season, before the Dukey hit the fan, everything was fine. Like, that place was getting filled they up. They were still filling in. The 50-50 was over $3,000, and now we're, you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it is becoming this thing again where the fans are realizing, oh, this is the same old Sabres. And they teased us. Something that Pat Malacaro and I talked about last week mm-hmm. was... We need to find out if this is the anomaly of the Don Granado teams or if last year was. Yeah. We had to find that one out the hard way. That's you the part that takes the hit with Granado there. You can't really move on from him once you take that step into trusting him. And that is where the problem lies. Yeah. I know there's plenty of fans that do not trust him. There are some decisions I'm starting to question myself, like why is Peyton Krebs not seeing more ice time as a gifted playmaker, mm-hmm. but also someone who could be very creative on a power play? Right, and we're putting Jeff Skinner on the power we're play. We're putting Jordan Greenway on Jordan the power Greenway play. Jordan Greenway on the power play. And nothing against Jordan Greenway. No. 
Um, I think he's a great middle six player for this team. I do think he is a good fit. However, I don't think that one of my best penalty killers needs to also be playing on the power play when he's not the most offensively yeah. um, gifted of the group. Mm-hmm. As, a matter, as a matter of fact, I can name less players that I would trust on a breakaway than I would more. It just... It's easier for me to name those. It's like uh, I wouldn't even say Oposo. He finishes sometimes. He does. Like, yeah. But um, it'd be Gergensen's, Robinson, and I don't know at that point. <laughs> but like, it's nothing against Jordan Greenway. It's just this team has talent offensively, and they're putting the wrong players in the wrong roles. You mentioned Jeff Skinner. He's one of the best five-on-five five skaters that this team has seen in recent memory. Right. He also makes some bad decisions with the puck on the power play. Yep. And that is, again, I love Jeff Skinner. He's a bubbly personality for this team. That He's what the, keeps a lot of fans, people. The fans love that kind of player. Right. And he is irritating. Like He'll yap at you and get you off your game, which is another thing that fans here can respect. Yeah. He knows how he, to get in the a, opponent's head. Yeah. He's got a pest mentality, but he also has the skill, the skating, to be able to back some of it up. Yeah. Very emotional player, too. Very which emotional is awesome player to watch. And yeah. Again, this just goes back though to you're misusing players in certain roles, and maybe that is another issue with the power play. That, it, that has sunk this team. It really has, because you're finally getting the goaltending that you desperately wanted last year. Almost this cruel reversal. Have you ever seen Scrubs? No, I've heard of it though. Okay. <laughs> So people that are going to hear this Scrubs reference are going to love this, and the people that don't watch this show are going to go, what in the hell are you talking about? Okay. Um, the janitor, he tapes together a knife and a wrench. Knife wrench! And then at some point he stabs himself putting it back. Oh. <laughs> that is currently the Sabres with the goaltending issue. It was, okay, I've solved it. But then, yeah. And then, and then lack of scoring shows up. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the thing that you had last year that made you great, or at least made you entertaining, yeah, is gone. Right. And then UPL, who's gone through double hip surgery somehow, is putting the team on his back when he's in net. And Honestly, the reason they're winning a lot of these games is because he's giving up great performances. And even in the games they lose. Top to one- three in save percentage yeah. and goals saved above expected. Right. So he's even putting in the work when he's getting worked. Yep. Even the games they lose, he's the reason it's close. That's what it is. He's making quality saves now, and that's something that was not happening last year right. for any of your three goalies. No. It took Devin Levi showing up at the end to finally say, okay, wait, is this what a goalie looks like? Mm-hmm. And then even he took a step back as he was trying to enter his first full professional season. And I'm happy that the team finally decided, okay, we got to walk this back. It's clearly not working the development path that we were looking at. No, and you're going to ruin him while trying to keep doing it, too. And there it is. So you walked it back. I'm glad they walked it back because they needed to. Mm-hmm. That's the part that is hopeful to me about this team is they saw something that they wanted to do and they're no longer trying to run through a wall with it. Now I need to see it with the rest of the team and the rest of the roster. Yeah, That's the big part right now that is key. About this team. Deployment. We see it with Levi. Now we need to see it with some of these other players. And that is something that we'll talk more about on the other side. 803-0551-888-552-550. Yes, we opened the show talking about the Sabres. Yes, I know you're apathetic about them. (laughs) Because I don't blame you if you are. But that said, they have a game today. We are going to make sure we talk about this team. And it is going to be a tough task. But I'm... Dang it, I am ready to take that on for at least the rest of this season. I am willing to take on the task of trying to talk about the Buffalo Sabres every week, even though it is draining and kind of depressing to do so. We have a tough job. I need to make sure that we do it. But if you want to throw a Bills call in there, we'll take plenty of those on the other side here as well. A little more optimistic of a topic there. A little more optimistic of a Mm -hmm. topic after what had happened throughout the season there. Um Oh, God. Look, changes were made and things happened. Questions changes, were answered. Changes were made. <laughs> An offensive assistant was fired, and they started succeeding Wait. again. Yeah. Huh. Well, it just uh, There might be, yeah, there might be a hope. plan to follow, I guess. There's hope. Know. 
There is hope. And we'll look more into that and more. Coming up next here, Derek Kramer, Joe Kelly. This is Sports Talk Saturday. You're listening to WGR. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It doesn't really matter who I'm playing with, to be honest. I'm, I'm going to play the same way. I've worked really hard, you know, this whole year. I'm, I'm just trying to get better each and every day. And uh, with these guys, uh, obviously JJ and Benny are really skilled players. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do my thing and uh, get to the puck. And it's going to be fun. Evan's paying attention. That was Peyton Krebs. <laughs> As he was elevated up with... Um, Benson and Paterka in line rushes at practice yesterday, and the expectation being that he'll have a stab with the kid line, quote-unquote, here uh, for this afternoon's game for the Buffalo Sabres. So, this is Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Joe Callie, here with you as, again, the Sabres, they have a 5 o'clock faceoff today in Minnesota against the Wild. Yeah. Wild times in Minnesota. Well, yeah, they fired their coach, and they're trying to claw their way back into a playoff spot. And it does look like it was like a little bit too little too late. Yeah. They got off to such a disastrous start this year, and I'm saying that as a Sabres fan. That yeah, right, yeah. That Minnesota, like, they've recovered, but they're kind of in, the, they're in a similar place that Buffalo is. They have 55 points. The Sabres are at 50, but that's because everyone in the East keeps going to overtime. Thanks, Toronto. Thanks, Islanders. Thanks, Columbus. And even thanks, Boston. Right. Each of those teams (laughs) that I rifled off have 10 or more overtime losses. Oh, no. The Canadians, I mean, the Maple Leafs don't. But they were point merchants for the start of the season. But Boston, Columbus, and the Islanders have 10 or more overtime losses. Do you know wow. how many island? Do you know how many how many overtime losses the Islanders have this year? Mm-mm. Thirteen. Whoa. Wow. That is half of Buffalo's regulation losses. Yeah, they've gone to overtime. But yeah, you get they're they're getting points still though. That's the difference. Here it is. Ready? The Islanders at fifty-seven points. By the way, have thirteen overtime losses. They have sixteen regulation wins. So they yeah, they keep going to overtime. <laughs> so if you take if you take the eight wins that they've won in overtime and the thirteen losses that they've got in overtime, twenty one. Mm-hmm. Twenty one out of their fifty three games have gone to an extra session. Almost half. half. That's insane. Look at you're like, getting the to points. Ha- to hack with the Islanders this year. They're the worst thing that has happened. Yes. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto's no better. They've won 10 of their games in overtime or the shootout. 
There's nothing but a sigh at this point. Like, yeah. I, like, that's it. And the Sabres have the damnedest time getting to overtime. Yeah. They can't close out a game at all. No, no, it's not even closing out. It's just extending. Right. They can't extend a game. They can't get themselves to the loser point. That's all it is. They've only got it. They've only done that six times going to overtime. Also known as a distant memory from the New York Islanders. <laughs> and that's one of the weirdest things about them is that they can't extend themselves more points. They can't get themselves into an opportunity where they could steal a couple of points even if they don't deserve it. No, when they lose, they lose. And it's point blank period, you lost. But like that Dallas game, 2-1. You get to overtime, you got a point out of it. You get something from this. Mm-hmm. You don't just get zero. If the 3-2-1 point system existed, the Sabres would actually be in the hunt for a playoff spot in ninth. Yeah. Stupid. Dumb. Something that Jeremy has been clamoring for here for a legitimate decade. The 3-2-1 point system. I'm not opposed to a 3-2-1 point system, <laughs> truthfully. No, that it, it makes sense. Makes more sense Good than what they have now. Good sports leagues have it. Mm-hmm. Like, soccer is one of the big ones yeah. with that sort of thing. Premier League, International those, yeah. hockey. Yeah. They have 3-2-1. Why don't we have that? Why don't we, why don't we do things that make sense? Beautiful game ruined by a garbage league. Mm-hmm. Almost always. <laughs> is, that, that's, that's how it goes, though. In American sports, I should say. Like, I know I'll never meet Gary Bettman, but if I ever had an opportunity, uh, I would have to resist the greatest of urges to not kick him in the shin. I think 90% of the people <laughs> would agree with you on that. Maybe 99. Maybe 100. I don't know. Maybe 100. But I would, I would have to resist every urge to want to kick him in the shin. Yeah. Nothing Nothing substantial. Just kick him in the shin. Yeah, just a little. It's whack. little inconvenience for him. Yeah, so yeah. I need to inconvenience him. <laughs> Or I want to inconvenience He's going to hold his shin for a couple seconds. He'll be fine. <laughs> but just to cause him a little bit of discomfort for all the discomfort yes, he's caused. Cause, yes, cause some discomfort for us uh, throughout all the years as a, as a commissioner of the NHL. Time to get connected with our fans is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at NorthtownKia.com. We've been talking Sabres, and uh, we'll go to the phones here and talk to Paul in Buffalo. Paul, good morning. Welcome to Sports Talk Saturday. Good morning, fellas. Um, let me just get on to what you were just talking about. I would submit one of the reasons the Sabres never get to overtime is because I would say in half of their games, the script is as follows. They go down either one or two goals in the first half of the game, and then the other team just sits back and lets the Sabres play their soft perimeter game and take a bunch of shots at the goalie that they hit him right in the crest of his jersey. And, you know, so they get a nice little expected goals number or something, but they don't score. And that's why they don't get to overtime because, you know, teams just kind of let them play their perimeter game. If the Sabres could score a goal first, then they'd have a much better chance of, you know, getting to overtime where they weren't always playing catch-up. They play catch-up in so many games, they just they get out of it and they get mentally defeated. Um, the point of my call, though, was I have not seen Tage Thompson do one of his power moves to the net all season. To me, it's, I think he's been playing hurt all season. And at this point, I, I hate to say it, but I think Tage should be shut down because he is a 50-goal scorer. I know he is a 50-goal scorer. I have no doubt of it. There were reasons people you know, spoke in hushed tones of Mario Lemieux about him. I haven't seen that power move a single time this year, and it's got to be because he is injured and does not feel confident enough to do it. So for me, shut Tage down. Be ready. Be 100% next season. And you know what? It's year 13. We burned another year. You, you know, I, I'm done being mad about it. I'm apathetic, but I'm not apathetic about next season. And we need 100% of Tage Thompson. You know, that's why Darlene's assists are down. Tage Thompson hasn't scored goals. Dylan Cousins, this is the scary one. Dylan Cousins has played four seasons in the NHL. In three of those seasons, he's a 7% shooter. In one of those seasons, he was a 14.5% shooter. We paid him on that season. So I'm worried about Cousins. Obviously, they paid him for more than just goals, but he needs to start potting some goals. There's going to be some real question marks about him next season. But please, Tage, get to 100% because we need you next year. Guys, have a good show. Paul, I love the call. That was uh, yeah. that's as complete as it gets. Fantastic. I love that. And he mentions the, the slow starts. And oh boy, mm-hmm. if I wanted to put some depressing numbers in front of you, I'd bring up the slow starts. But I'm not going to. Yeah. I, I have 
two have almost two and a half hours left of this show, and I'm hosting Sabres uh, pregame this evening. So I don't want to bring that one up. I'm not bringing the slow starts uh, number up here for you. Thank but, you. <laughs> but that's but that's absolutely right. They are playing catch up a lot of the time, and oh, Brayton Wilson just walked in. That's sweet. A wild Brayton sighting. Yes, a wild Brayton sighting. On a weekend right in the that. newsroom. Yeah, I, now I'm going to wonder what... I know. What the, <laughs> now I'm going to wonder why. Oh, wait, that's right. He's he's on with me at 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, there you there go. There you go. Yeah. There's your, there's your <laughs> forward... There's your preview there. Uh, also, nice little new programming alert for you. This is how live radio works, by the way. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll talk to Todd Callen at 12.15, talking about some Niagara men's basketball as they've been... Uh, they've been having themselves a good year. They They have. I mean... They're we're looking at. Sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm reading reading a little bit of the notes here. They're six and zero in MAC road games. Like oh. they're 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 on it. They're heating right now. So they're one of the best in conference on the road. On almost, the road, almost a juggernaut. To yeah, say. and they won a big game uh, last night at Fairfield, sixty five to sixty three. So they're playing tough, nitty gritty. You know. So this this is. They're looking really good going into the home stretch of the season here. So Love it'll, to see be, it. it'll be nice to talk to Todd and get the official voice of Purple Eagles basketball, get his opinion on how they're doing. And, yeah, what and you he get thinks. to hear them plenty of times on our station as well. So Yeah, tomorrow, 2 p.m., you'll be able to hear them on WGR right yeah, here. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's, there's your programming notes. Yes, notes of the program. Notes of the program. Yeah, no, like they've played Syracuse tough this year. They beat UB. Like beat Canisius. Another Buffalo uh, yeah, University. They, yep, they they beat Canisius in the rivalry game. Like you know, they they've been doing pretty well for themselves this year. Yeah, likely to have the MAC Rookie of the Year and Sixth Man of the Year as well. There you go. So, so I, good. They're, they're looking. They're looking good. So fourth in the conference overall. Yeah, and climbing. They were moving up a little bit. So yeah. yeah. So hey, good for them though. And we'll talk more about uh, the Purple Eagles with Todd Callen at about twelve fifteen. Twelve fifteen. In the meantime, though, this is just more back to the back to the doom and gloom of the world. Like, yeah, the sun's out. No, give me them gray clouds. I know I'm, it's the first time. Come the back, sun... come back to us in the gray. Yeah, in the gray clouds of this Buffalo Sabres hockey. Um, but again, the slow starts is another damning thing that you could use as reason to fire the coach. Um, how often is this team giving up the first goal? How often is it that they're doing a lot with? Um, and Paul mentions like the the perimeter stuff. You have players that can get to the net and should be most utilizing their ability by getting to the net. Yeah. And but we're kind of catering to this defensive game style. So. It's it, no. It's also the Sabers are liking playing the perimeter game, and that's something that does need to change a little bit. Elliot um, Friedman brought up trading for Scott Lawton, and he had made mention. It, this was speculative of him. Um, the Sabres needing a, another player to get tougher, but also fits in the top nine role. Like you can get tougher by trading for Eric Robinson. That's a fourth liner. You can get tougher by trading for someone that can play capably in a top line, uh, top nine role here. But you mentioned trading Krebs and something, and I'm like, nope, we're already done here. Yeah, I don't want that. You don't want to do too much. You don't want to. You don't want to pay too much. But here's the thing, though: the Sabres have a plethora of offensive prospects. Yeah, that's that the they, other thing. They, they can use in trades like that if they really have yeah, to. Yeah, you don't need to trade a roster player. Because no. At minimum, Peyton Krebs has carved out a role for this team. Um, whether he is the mainstay on the bottom six mm-hmm. as a centerman um, remains to be seen. But I would like to see him getting more opportunities, and he will get more opportunities. By the way, you want to read more about Peyton Krebs getting an opportunity and a conversation he had with Paul Hamilton? That's on our website at WGR550.com. I always love reading what Paul has up there. Paul, when he gets in-depth, he's able to get in-depth, and mm-hmm. I love being able to read what Paul's got there. But Peyton Krebs. Let's talk about Peyton Krebs. Mm-hmm. Peyton Krebs is one of the strangest players on this team that is already strange. A player that was seen as the the piece in the Jack Eichel trade. Krebs, a first, and Alex Tuck come back. The Sabres did want a top six player that could play right away. They got that with Tuck. But the big piece that they were getting was the 17th overall pick in 2019. Right. In Peyton Krebs. But since he's gotten here, he has not been given the opportunities long term to make an impact. 
respectively 23 points, 26 points, and now 10. I would like to see him get an extended offensive role because players like this have roles in the National Hockey League. But I don't think I need to constantly see Zemgis Gergensen's on his wing. You saw it, as a matter of fact, in that Florida game. Krebs makes some nice moves, cuts through a couple defenders, and it's him and Brandon Montour one-on-one. But Zemgis Gergensen's had already coasted off way to the right to stay on side instead of trying to keep up with Krebs and rush in with him. So there's an offensive IQ that Gergensen's does not have. Right. A lack of a killer instinct. You're going to leave him alone and going into the zone there. Yeah. Like, you he, can't do he that. He basically leaves Krebs one-on-one here with Brandon Montour and then enters the zone instead of anticipating being ready for another opportunity, possibly creating a two-on-one situation. Krebs then, one-on-one with Montour in the slot, shovels the, pe- the puck outside for a one-timer from Gergensen's who has entered the zone. He's uncovered. But he's at the top of the circle. Not really a challenging save that has to be made. Right. And some people thought that that's a play like, oh, that's why Krebs doesn't see the top line. No, Harrington. The reason is your <laughs> line mate does not have the anticipation to create an opportunity. You know who has the killer instinct to get through to there? JJ. Paterka. You know, yeah. You know who has that dog in him that's going to help a playmaker like Krebs? Benson. Mm-hmm. Putting those two with him, that looks like a fantastic opportunity, but I'd like to see it for more than one game. Yeah, you see flashes of this, but it's never consistent. I want to see him with players that can anticipate with him because one of the biggest things about Peyton Krebs when he was traded for was he has a gifted vision as a playmaker, a guy who can create for you out of thin air, but you need players that aren't afraid to get to the high spots to shoot the puck. J.J. Paterka has not seen a shot that he doesn't like. Truthfully, yeah, you're right. And he's one of the few players on this team this year that has not disappointed. He's he's actually because, kind of subverted my expectations a little bit Because mm-hmm. he has not seen a shot that he doesn't like. He just takes him, rips him. I love when that I watched him. it. When I had the chance to watch him in Rochester, he was the best player on the ice, even when Quinn was there, or Krebs. When I was at that game last week with Brayton, him and I kept saying, J.J.'s the one getting in the hot opportunity spots. He's your high-action player of the season. He is the high-action player of this team mm-hmm. without Quinn. Right. But even then, I would still say, even with Quinn, there's right. a reason, there is a reason that your team is being led in goals by J.J. Paterka at 19. It's because he's not afraid to get into those rough areas. He's does got he, a nose for the puck, Does he have too. an off game every now and then? Yes. Doesn't everyone? But this is also his second full season as an NHLer. Yeah. So maybe we can cut him a little bit of slack there. But he's already posted career highs and goals and points. He's about to get there in assists. So it's not a surprise. So I'd love to see what Krebs is able to do with Paterka a player that he has played with in Rochester. Let's have some fun with it. Yeah, it's just it's a shame of Quinn's injuries this season. I, I you know, you can't help but feel bad at that point. Like it's just yeah. very unfortunate, you know. Yeah. And Quinn's like that, and Paul mentions Tage Thompson with the same. You're having all this bad injury luck too. You know what? Throw all the terrible injury luck into this season. This season's lost. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. L- pile it up at the end of this one, and then go into next season clean. Bite That's- into the stale donut. Yes, yeah. Embrace the crunch of the stale donut. That's what you need to do. I'm going to have nightmares about that. <laughs> I, I hope It's the fact that. that I could hear it across the room <laughs> with headphones on. And you, the mics weren't even on, so I couldn't hear you through the headphones. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. That was not good. <laughs> embrace, the, embrace the stale crunch of this season. Because like Paul said, he's apathetic about this year, but he's not about the year's future. Because it's a similar question. Is this the anomaly or is last year? We have to find out. Embrace the crunch. And you've got to take the gamble and embrace the crunch. Embrace the if crunch. You keep, if you keep Granado, you, you're keeping Granado. That's embrace what's happening. Embrace the crunch, baby. Yeah. All right. We'll be back on the other side here. Getting some nonsense, maybe. We'll talk to Todd Callen next hour.
have our booty cheek of the week as Joe's last segment of this show in the next wait. hour as well. And uh, and we'll have plenty more to talk about here. Bills, Sabres, anything else? 803-0551-888-552-550. Derek Kramer, Joe Kelly, Sports Talk Saturday rolls on on WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back here, hour number one of Sports Talk Saturday, about to be in the books here. The Bills, the Sabres, it's kind of been not the greatest of times. You know, Bills fans, we've had to watch the Chiefs win again, um, knowing that you were probably the team that played them the best. Yeah. Um, That stinks. That's how it's been the past couple years, right? Minus the, the Bengals game you kind of got curb stomped in that one but at least that one was left without a shadow of doubt like yeah, yeah. you lost that game you got kicked in the teeth but 13 seconds <sighs> like forever you, yeah forever that resonates and even this season comes down to a wide right again like that just echoes right through the hearts of every bills fan like in the, but in that game that's not the play that i look at it's always going to be the uh, chris jones makes a play on Deion dawkins Deion that steps on josh's foot and, and it yeah. throws off what was going to be a dot to the end zone yeah like that and that's the was, caliber of a player Chris Jones is. Yeah. You got to give it to him. Good truthfully. players make plays. Yeah. And he's going to get a lot of money this year. So good news. He's not going to be on the Chiefs anymore. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully someone is ready to give him the biggest contract. amounts of money. Yeah. Give him the biggest contract a defensive tackle has ever seen. Not Send named him Am- to Carolina. Yeah. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Send him to the NFC, baby. Yes. I'll deal with him once a year if I have to. Cowboys okay? can waste more money. On a team that's going out in the wild card round. I'll deal with him in the Super Bowl if I have to, please. Yes. Okay? Thank you. Like, let's just... <laughs> you're, you're a damn good player, Chris Jones. Get away from me. Yeah. It's like it's like Geno Smith when Aaron Donald came free on that. Oh, my God! Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just knows. Yeah. I Listen. Oh, my God. The Chiefs aren't afraid to move away from clips. great players. Yeah, they move. Oh, they, Tyreek Hill wanted more money. They move away from him, right? And look at they won two Super Bowls post Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they will have no problem doing that with Chris Jones. They will find a replacement. I know, but it would just be nice to not have to deal with him. I know, I know. Yeah, there's always going to be another probably. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take not having one of the best defensive tackles in the league uh, matching up with him every year. Sell the next five drafts to get Chris Jones on the Bills. <laughs> Turn the tide. <laughs> you got, you'd have to be able to afford him. Yeah. All right. Um, we were going to use nonsense for this, but apparently we just talked about apparently. Chris Jones and the yeah. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll just come back and uh, get things going all over again here. Mm-hmm. 
Who knows which direction we'll stay in? Are we going to stay on the Sabres here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, we could also go in on the Bills, uh, mm-hmm. seeing of what do we have to do to break this the curse wall? It's not a curse. It's a wall. Yeah. The Chiefs are a wall, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's not a table. We can't smash through it. No, they're a dynasty. They're a wall. You're right. Yep. You're it's absolutely right. It's yep. a problem. They're a problem. What do you do about the problem? Well, let's talk about it. Coming up next year on Sports Talk Saturday. Derek, Joe, Evan, you're listening to WGR. <laughs> Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.